0: You're listening to Emails Not Dead, brought to you by Mailgun. Welcome to Emails Not Dead. My name is Eric, and this is Jonathan. Hello! Hello! (laughs) We're coming to you from silos, (laughs) because we're still wanted to bring this show to a head. Uh, You know, we're going to be still talking about email, but, you know, hopefully still... (laughs) Bringing you some good information uh, across the town, I guess. This is, this
1: is exactly what season three is going to look like, I think, for for a short while. Maybe we can start getting yeah. together again. But, you know, new season. We've been through a lot. I think, that, you know, overall things have been through a lot. So, hey, this is what we can do right now. This is where we're going to start off with. But, uh, I mean, I'm ready to forge ahead, man. I'm excited to, to talk about some of this stuff. We haven't had a chance to talk about this, I think, at length with some mm-hmm. of this stuff. But, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm ready to jump in. I know... Quick preview. Yeah. We want to get into more like DMARC type stuff. Uh, today we're talking about the Apple privacy things. Uh, yeah. With the, Life has changed in general, right? Like there's a lot of things going on. Um, and I think that's something that we need to talk about, especially when it relates to email type stuff. So I'm ready and I'm for it. I'm, I'm excited. And I'm in this seat. I'm apart from you guys and I'm missing, mm-hmm. I'm missing that aspect of it. But uh, yeah, I think we need to talk
0: about it. Yeah, for sure. I know we used to be your monthly go-to, then it turned to bi-monthly, and now we're your seasonal podcast for all things email. But I think you know we should definitely talk about this latest thing that happened with Apple with the uh, privacy policy that was pushed out this year. We got a preview from, what was it, WWDC? What Would Developers Conference On about? 2021. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. The worldwide yeah. developers conference. So <laughs> Apple's,
1: Apple's base, their event every year. Um, and they put it on every year. It's, it's a pretty awesome event. If you're a developer in particular, it's, it's awesome. Cause they go out there and say, what's coming up next. What's next on the platforms and then how they can integrate with their own, everybody integrating with their own apps and doing their, their own thing, uh, which is awesome. That's cool that they mm-hmm. do that. I, I appreciate that they do that, uh, but it also gave us a little bit of a heads up from our side of things, right? What, yeah. what we're doing as far as email sending, because they're doing something that will impact our world, and I think we're we're we've talked about this at length. I know in real life, I don't know, I think we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast before. Maybe we haven't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How, I, my jumbled brain of like you know quarantines and everything mm-hmm. else has been going on, uh, but I mean, we need to get to a point where we can talk about it. Get. Even though it's a little bit of an old set of news, older set of news at this point, we definitely want to talk about how it's impacted, where we're at with it right now, current status, uh, to this day. So that is what it is. But yeah, the Worldwide Developer Conference. Can you specifically say what they're doing?
0: They announced a a host of things uh, that were going to be able to be personalized. But I think the one that really... That we want to get laser focused on is the privacy policy, the mail privacy policy, you know, Apple's MPP, you know, yeah, you know me, (laughs) you know, they released this huge beefy chorizo vegetable, large, whichever one you want to think of policy that essentially allows them to block opens from being rendered properly or being able to, to see opens properly <laughs> from uh, for, for, from your perspective, I guess, uh, right? I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, no, isn't for it? sure. Is that some, one of the big things, right?
1: It, like- it is. It's it's one of. The, I mean, as far as what we're concerned, right? Like our landscape, our world within the the little email space that we live in, um, you know, compared to the rest of life, it is one of those things that is going to impact us, and it's because they're doing things to basically mask when openings are happening by remote loading a lot of the information for that message, right? So it lands you know, for your mailbox, you've set up your mailbox on an Apple device, you enable the privacy policy. And what that does is basically loads your messages on a remote server somewhere so that that remote server is the one now doing the open events and really getting things mm-hmm prepared for your email so that when it's delivered to your client it's going to be loading the remote stuff from their servers and not directly from the location that sent it out right so um yeah. and that's how we all operate right there's there's a lot of people that do mm-hmm. tracking for clicks tracking for opens what we do with that space is basically you know loading a pixel that's a transparent one by one pixel just to see when somebody's engaging with it i understand i get it i at the heart and the core of things i i get that people don't necessarily like that all the time. We live in a world that tracks and seems to over-track and uh, over-associate things to be able to sell you a bunch of stuff or to do things that are not necessarily on the up and up all the time. And and Mm -hmm. I get that there's a fear of that people are going to misuse this information. And I think within the landscape for us that are doing the correct things with an email, we definitely are doing those things in the best possible way that we can and we use that information for good but you know mm-hmm. when you have bad seeds mixed in when you have bad actors mixed in with all this stuff I can see why they're doing this and it it makes sense for them to do it. But for those of us that are left out, you know, in the cold from this, like we still, we still feel the impact, right? Like we we've also Mm -hmm. been put out in a a different way, even though we're trying to use that information for a legitimate purpose. Um, So, yeah, yeah, so, so that's where it's at. And that's what we've been dealing with for the past couple of months uh, or the last month, really, since they released it. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Like I know prior to this coming out, I I know here, you know, with our clients and just kind of like our overall feeling about the situation was there was a lot of panic from, you know, our clients and, you know, just people that we spoke about with the industry. There was a, man, there was so much buzz around this, but now kind of like now that the dust has settled, we've we've been in it for, for you know, a little bit of time and it's kind of gone by the wayside a bit, right? And I say a little bit with caution
1: just because I may be yeah. a lot of it that it's gone that's gone out by, by the wayside <laughs> uh, just because, yeah, we haven't really heard too, too much about it. I think there's certain universal truths that stayed the same And certain things that did adjust, certain things that did change that I think we were expecting a broader impact. We were expecting something that was going to be a little bit harsher, but because of the Mm -hmm. way that it was implemented, I think it did help, you know, kind of keep the waters in the same state, right? It didn't shake things up too much. Mm -hmm. We didn't, you know, go crazy with it, but there is definitely some things that have happened. So if you watched the recent webinars and email camp that uh, we get put on, our wonderful host, Thomas, like doing stuff like in in keeping that space going and, uh, you know, we love him for it. and we, we thank him for putting stuff like that on um, and coordinate, coordinate that with, uh, with Pathwire and all the different entities within that and doing some really good stuff, putting out good information out there. And that's a few of the things that they talked about is that, yeah, the landscape has changed. Yes, there are differences. But even with all that, things have very much remained the same. Things are still very much, you know, fairly close to the status quo. Things are, are looking very
0: similar to what it was before. Yeah, I mean, uh, we are seeing like some increase in open rates, but there mm-hmm. aren't like like we're we're not getting like 90% open rates now, right? Like that's not what we're seeing. What we're seeing is just like eh, it's it's looking up, right? Like it's just gradually increasing just to, just a little bit more. But <laughs> I think open rates a, a, as as a whole, like that's been something that as far as like us as technical account managers have done is you know, talk about how that's always not the best metric to look at. Right. Like, right. We, we've had issues with, you know, um, <laughs> um anti uh, you know anti-spam or anti-malware you know all, all these um, types of products that already scan messages and it could set off that open rate and so we have to kind of talk about that and and how that's not really you know the best metric to go about these we should be looking at clicks we should looking at sales we should be looking at other things a little bit further down the pipe yeah but I think overall that's going to be the best metric to see on on uh, on how well your campaigns are going even further to that point it's one of those things where you can't
1: look at it in this little micro system, right? If you're only paying attention to opens and that's all you've ever done, mm-hmm. I, I mean, cool. But that's not that can give you the best information. It's always about mm-hmm. looking at everything holistically. What are your clicks doing? Mm-hmm. How many opens are you getting? What is that trend like? Uh, you know, how many people are coming through your website from that? Like, what what is the audience yeah. that's engaging with this? Like, how are you segmenting that audience then afterwards? So, there's a lot to look into. There's a lot of information, and I know. Opens were easily the, the, or the most, I guess the easiest thing to implement whenever you're doing that kind of stuff. Like if, if I can click a button and say, Hey, give me the opens, whenever they come through, it's, mm-hmm. it's fairly simple to do that. And I understand why you want to do that and why that's a good place to start. But if you started there and then that's where you ended, that's where, you know, now more than ever, mm-hmm. you want to start doing more, you know, doing all that stuff. Like they, they've implemented the change. People have started adapt, adapt, adopting, adopting that change. Sorry. How to find the right <laughs> word. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like adopting that change so as they've upgraded their their iOS software, like they've set it up, they've put it on there they've what we started noticing is that Apple actually prompts them for wanting to do that privacy protection, but then that gives them like that piece of information. However, even before all this started, there's definitely some things that equate the same way from before and after. So one of the things that we know for sure is that if your recipient had an Apple device even before all this was started going on and they had the push notifications turned on for their email so that they're getting those notifications as soon as an email comes in hey it it prompts up you know downloads it from the server immediately to their device opens up that message or given to give them a little bit of a preview that is actually prompting the opens to happen already whether they're on the newest version of uh, the Apple devices or Apple software or not you know so that that in itself like remains the same like it stayed from you know from then to now remains the same so yeah and and if that's a part of the metric and that's the only metric you're using you are already getting bad information before these changes compared to now there is good pieces of information there are things that we can look at and say hey this is great information to have even with the changes that are in place so one of those things is like if they're getting an open event from the Apple servers and, and we're seeing that a message is opening hey that means a couple of things that means this recipient actually has their email set up on their device whether they check it or not that's a different story like that we may not know right um where before somebody would pop like four or five opens after the fact because they got the message they saved the message they keep going back to the message or you know leave it as part of their inbox that's all good information to have right now we don't get that anymore mm-hmm. because we only get the one open event that happens when the first when the message first gets there but that does mean that, hey, they set up this email. They didn't give you some phony email. They didn't give you some email that they don't have set up on any devices that they use for only their junk mail. Like this this is good information still. So we need to take that with a grain of salt. But then again, to your point exactly, start looking at everything else. Like let's find out what they're doing how they're interacting, do things that will prompt them to log into the website, so that way you have even more data, uh, you know, to do yeah. that stuff. And and that's something I think uh, you know, as a sender, as somebody who's doing things within email, we want to make sure that we're encouraging them to do that anyway, right? Um, and I don't, yeah. not everybody does that. Some people just want to give them a, a stream of information of things that are coming through. We definitely see that a lot, newsletters, and uh, you know, maybe news organizations are doing stuff like that. But we want to make sure that we are respecting the people that we're sending to and then, you know, do the right opt-ins, confirm opt-ins. If they stop engaging completely or they, we see those opens drop completely, then, you know, we want to look at slowing down the messages or stopping the messages to that person um, or even more so like re-engage with them, ask them for permission again, uh, give them something mm-hmm. to prompt them to to interact with that message again to say like, yes, please continue to send me emails because that's what it comes down to, right? When we're at the end of it, mm-hmm. once we, all is said and done, that's one of the things that we want to make sure is going on.
0: Yeah, give them a call to action, you know, make them click on that link, make them opt back in, you know, make them go to your website to get that deal or do, you know, whatever, you know, just so you can see other points of action and engagement. And also, you know, nothing to look out for. Are you still getting through? Are you not getting blocked? You're still, you're still being able to send there? Awesome. You know, that's another reason to see like, okay, your messages are going through. If they're not engaging, Uh, then, you know, go ahead and remove them from your list. You know, that's still like having a good uh, sunset policy and and, uh, removing those non-engagers because those mailboxes that don't exist won't get those open events, either abandoned mailboxes or users that don't exist. No, it's it's, it's
1: good stuff. Like, I mean, it hurts in the moment, I think it hurts. And it was like one of those things where I think a lot of us were, you know, the initial knee-jerk reaction is to say, like, they just don't like me anymore. They don't want my stuff anymore. Like Apple's got a vendetta against all of us doing email or within the email space. But the Mm -hmm. reality is, is that, you know, users are wanting more of this, more protection, more, you know, more opacity between, you know, the the people that are marketing to them, the people that are doing things with them and themselves, Mm -hmm. because I definitely don't like that, you know, I, I talk about something with a friend and, you know, like, it seems that every company in the world knows all of a sudden that this is my preference of things and then start marketing that kind of stuff toward me immediately right you go and you do a google search on something and then immediately you know you get a you get an ad for somewhere else for that same thing and it's it's one of those things that people have noticed and people i think are a lot more protective now of their own information because of that and and yeah, mm-hmm. so we have to respect that at the same time that we want to make sure that, you know, we have enough information that we're able to do these kind of things. And being respectful to all of that is, is definitely one of those one of those things we want to try to do as, as to the best of our ability, right? And on that same note, I know there's other companies that are doing similar kind of stuff. We're starting to test out similar features that Apple has been doing as well with this stuff. So one of the ones that we know of that has been a thing for quite a while now is the Google Image Proxy. It's one of those things, right? When it happened, I, you know, People started seeing it. People started reacting. It's a, hey, I don't know about this. This seems like a really bad idea, and we're not going be to be able to get any good information anymore for our open events and things like that. And that, even now, still hasn't been the case, right? Yeah. We know that the implementation of the Google Image Proxy is a little different than what Apple does for the Apple privacy, Apple Mail privacy? I don't know what it's called. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the- Apple
1: Mail Privacy Policy? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like uh, with one of the, with that being the case, that being out there, they're doing things. That we or it seems like they're doing things, right? When we look at the information, right? We we have a a little bit of a of a different look at things because we're on this side of things. We're on the the inside part of the house, looking outward, helping you know customers with their information and being able to see what's happening with the landscape. And it does look mm-hmm. like Google Image Proxy is testing something like the Apple Mail privacy. You know, trying to do something where. They're prompting more of those open events, prompting for more of that information. And then it might change that way. It doesn't look like it's changed yet. It seems like they maybe are testing something. Maybe something was just broken on their side and they're they're mm-hmm. doing more than than they had been doing in the past. But it's one of those things where we know there's interest in there. We know that people want that same thing from the the Gmail addresses specifically. So what can they do? What are they gonna do? Is there gonna be a change? Are they gonna do more of this focused in? If they have the Gmail client set up on their phones now, is that going to be something that then prompts for for the same thing? Does does the same kind of open event? Yeah. Does a pre-open a one-time load on the message instead of, uh, you know, kind of prompting every time something comes up? So it, we just got to mm-hmm. keep an eye out. Like it's it's one of those yeah. things that landscapes change, the sea of email changes constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, and and sometimes there's uh, some rough waters that we got to navigate through. But we just got to be aware that those are coming up.
0: But, uh, of course, if you have any other questions about that, let us know. Hit us up. You know, we'll be your Magellans. We'll show you the way. We'll show you the path that is true in these choppy ocean waters. Yeah, you know, uh, and if you work for Google and you know that we're we Jonathan's hit it right on the head, then definitely let us know. Come out. You know, If you want to talk, come on our show. We'll gladly talk with you about it, you know, and we'll see what we've got coming on, you know. <laughs> I have a few tickets that are out there that would love to get some people. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, it's yeah,
1: it's you gotta watch out. You know, I, I think everybody is a sender. Like there's definitely very specific rules that we all follow that we have to follow, that we we really need to follow. And there's outside of those rules, there's best practices, right? And that's what we we're here to talk mm-hmm. about most of the time is get those best practices in. We'll talk about the rules, we talk about respect, but I mean the best practices will lead into a lot of those things and will help us get the best results. And I think that's what everyone is after, right? We want results. We want to be able to use email for, for what, like, I guess a little bit of what it's intended for, but a little bit of what we Mm. want to use it for, right? It's, it's a tool. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where, um, if you're using it the right way, you're respecting the way to use it. You're doing it with those best practices in mind, man, you can make it do some really great stuff. But yeah. you have to be able to 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 bend to those things and, and change with the times. And you know, I, I know there's <laughs> there's always changes, there's always things happening. And I, I feel that if we're caught blindsided, then it creates that little bit of, you know, an unexpected time and, and a real fear of what could happen. We saw, we prepared, we became informed and and I think mm-hmm. it's, it's landing in a good spot. Like I, I know that there's certain things that we've found out there's, there's things that we've understood. We know where these opens are coming from now when you see the Apple servers and you can see that trend on there, you know, how, how what device it identifies itself as we know that you even have an option as a user to say that you want messages within your region, or even closer to say just within your time zone you have an opportunity to still give back certain pieces of information as a as a recipient of those emails you know you're not leaving the the sender out completely you know and, and without yeah. it and and there's certain things that are those truths right we know that yeah. things are going to the spam folder you're, it's not going to prompt the same way yep. so so it's it's those things we got to watch out for there's one more that I want to hit on and that's the open events that are happening Every three days, if I'm still remembering things correctly. So when you look at the information, is it after
0: three days? Oh yeah, right after three days. Yeah,
1: if it's still yeah. in the mailbox, if you are still engaging with it, if it's still you know in a place where they're loading it, you know after three days, like it prompts for another open event. So you know there's little pieces of information that we can pick up on, and man, that that's good stuff. Like that's really really good stuff. So the region is there, mm-hmm. you know, opens after three days, and the fact that it's set up on a mailbox, right? Those those are the key takeaways and what we've learned. You know how we've navigated through this and yes you're going to get some elevated open rates but really good information that still exists within there and that's what we have to remember so you know keep yeah. an eye out
0: yeah i mean those are all great little bits and it, it makes it makes you work a little bit more diligently with your lists be more engaged on the metrics that you're receiving and really you know spending more time with this like it's not something you can just like kind of spray and pray you know that this kind of makes it out there and you and you get that open rate right like you got to really you know pay attention to a lot of this and you know it kind of reminds me of like Jonathan we've talked about it in the past mm-hmm. about you know those <laughs> it's totally off subject but like R-rated movies, like, right? Like, sometimes, like, you get a good R-rated movie, and then, like, other theaters are just like, oh, that's what people want. They want this bloody, gutty thing, but that's not it at all. Like, we really enjoy the characters, and they need to, like, pay attention to all this other stuff, but they're like, no, 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 just R-rated blood and guts. That's what people want. But, uh, yeah, you need to take it all in, man. You yeah, know? you do. Exactly. <laughs> it's such a
1: good <laughs> analogy, and it's sad that it works, but it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you're only paying attention to the fact that people really like this r-rated movie and that's all you see is that the r-rating is what worked uh that's going to be wrong and instead you really got to know that hey it's it's uh it's about the score and the cinematography and the writing and the characters and you know there's so many other things that go into that and why people liked it but you know we've definitely seen that in the past where (laughs) that's not the case (laughs) (laughs) we're movie buffs i mean what what can you do (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah
0: we, we just uh, got past the the spoopy the the spoopy days so <laughs> no more scary stuff uh, at least, at least for year. a little while right <laughs> yeah, yeah I already started putting up Christmas lights so I'm excited <laughs> We're well, right on um, anything else man I, I think we, we covered a, a, a good portion of this yeah yeah I, I think so I don't know if uh, there's
1: anything in particular left to talk about within this uh, this time frame but I really think you know we encourage people to do this kind of stuff. We want to make sure that people are aware, also to know the way to react and how, what, what to be expecting, right, when, when things happen. Mm-hmm. And the fact that if, as long as you remain informed, there's no need to panic through a lot of this stuff, right? Don't panic, it's okay, you'll be all right. Um, yeah. You know, but there's, there's definitely those signs where, hey, it's coming, be ready, be prepared. Talk to your deliverability advisor if you have one. If not, you, yeah. know, you can come and look at our stuff. Um, we have got great blog posts. Uh, we got a great mm-hmm. team of people that does this kind of stuff here. Uh, you know, not not to pitch too much, but uh, you know, we're we're definitely here to help. And you know, even putting stuff out like this into the internet as a whole, right? We want people to be informed and to be aware. And sometimes people just need a little bit more information. And, and we'd love to talk to people about that. But you know, we, we just need to be a community about this stuff, and and you know,
0: do it with respect. Yeah, I mean with all these changes and all these things happening, of course. I mean, that's a really great point to to leave off on, but like especially because all these ha- things are changing with email, with privacy. You know that email is definitely not dead and it's only going to be changing and advancing with the landscape as well. So might as well do the same. Hop on this bandwagon. Yeah, get out there. Yeah. <laughs> We're well, right on folks until next time. Jonathan, thank you. It was good. Like I'm excited for the season. Yes. I'm pumped. Season we 3. Got so much season 3 in effect. Thanks guys. Have a great day. This has been a Mailgun production, an email delivery service focused on providing better deliverability for developers and businesses alike with over 150,000 customers. Learn more at mailgun.com.